Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Bronson Arroyo from the Cincinnati Reds, and you're listening to Craft Brood Sports with Scott and Mike. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Craft Brood Sports. We missed you guys. We're glad to be back. I'm Mike. With me as always is Scott. This is Craft Brood Sports, a proud member of the Loudmouth Network. Scott, ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? You pump, Mike. I shall pour. Deal, man. Woo! Oh, it feels so good to be back. Oh, man. It's funny how much you miss something <laughs> when you only skip it once a week. <laughs> We're coming back with a new Facebook Live view. Getting leg uh, day back in. <laughs> <laughs> how you feeling, man? You, uh, I'm feeling great. I've good? done about 50 podcasts since we last did ours. I know, man. <laughs> just, so I, I haven't missed a beat, but I am... going Timberlake all over the place on me. I am happy to be doing our show, though. There's definitely <laughs> a difference. A little bit more freedom? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit more beer. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that on your other shows, man. I, I'll tell you what, too. It's it's different when you're not... Drinking beer. I go to reach for it. I actually have my water cup next to me because I, I feel like I have to have that, you know, I don't know. I'm so used to drinking something while we're do- <laughs> while I'm doing this that it's like, oh, I need to. Really? I this need isn't to getting me drunk. This sucks. <laughs> my, my thoughts are staying coherent throughout. What the hell is going on? And I'm not of, randomly forgetting names. None of my ghosts are stuttering. This is weird. I don't yeah. know how to deal with this. <laughs> I got to fix this. Thank God for Craft Brood Sports. <laughs> I'm glad to be back, man. We had, um, last week we took the week off, some family stuff, and then also uh, the, the McGregor-Mayweather fight was going on, and <laughs> we didn't want to do an entire episode devoted to that. Because oh. we spent the last three months talking right. about it. I'm going to talk about that one a little bit later on. We're going to get to that. If you're watching on Facebook, be prepared for red-faced Mike, because I might go Brian Kelly mad when I start talking about that one. What grinds Mike gears. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is your show right here. Uh, also, this is the first episode uh, where we won't have a punishment in a while. It's been a while mm. since we haven't had a punishment. So, mm. um, And your fridge has still uh, got still, some Zimas in it. Yeah. My fridge still has some uh, <laughs> Smirnoff Ices in there. So we've got plenty for the next round. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, who knows? Next round of punishments... I have a feeling some people are going to be pretty harsh. A little bit more creative. By the way, <laughs> so far, if, if those of you who haven't heard about our, our pool, our pick'em pool this year, where you get to uh, pick our punishment if you beat us, that's Mike or I or both. Yeah. You if can, you finish ahead of us, yeah. you get a reason for it. And we're not limiting it to just one or two people, whoever finishes ahead of us <clears throat> in our pool. In <laughs> so our that, pool. Means, that means when a lot of people beat me, there's going to be a lot yes. of punishments I have to do. <laughs> well, that leads me right into what I was going to say. You put up that poll in the pool about who would you rather beat, and it was, you know, you, me, or both of these fools. And <laughs> both of these fools is leading the way, but you are also high up there, and I am well behind. So people just don't want to see me... Uh, get punished that's much because i feel like they've seen that enough the, the well past. that's what it is they're just sick of it they're yeah. sick of seeing they're like oh yeah okay. but i feel like there were people who were just tuning in like before for me getting iced <laughs> people would pop in on the live stream well, that's did what i miss did i miss scott getting iced that's what started our live videos if you remember the that's first true. time we went facebook live was to watch you get iced yeah well because it didn't have the same effect if you're just <laughs> listening to it and in the few times when you did hear me gulp it was disgusting so <laughs> Even still. Look at how far we've come. That punishment led us to this setup that we have going right now, which is kind of insane to me, man. Hi, Mom. <laughs> hey, Mom. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> you, you got any next in the CD player? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she knows that we told that story, so she's probably a little lost on that. But uh, keen listeners will understand that <laughs> reference. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> we shall. Uh, so let's let's talk about what we're drinking today. Uh, this beer, super excited to get this one because this came off the line yesterday, uh, the day before. They just it just hit shelves today. Is basically what we're looking at here. This is Mad Tree's Dreamsicle. It's a Kolsch mm. style ale. <laughs> uh, it's got vanilla beans. There's orange peel, orange juice, uh, orange Julius. <laughs> <laughs> So I was mistaken when I was looking at this. So this did start off as an April Fool's joke, this beer, but it wasn't the beer itself. It was they were like, "Hey, we're canning it now." And people were like, "Yeah!" And they're like, "Just kidding. We we aren't really April Fools." <laughs> and people got furious about it. So the the uh, backlash that they received, Matri was finally like, "All right, great, we'll can it then." And uh, they canned Dreamsicle. It launched yesterday at the tap room. Today, first day on shelves, and I found it in a CD liquor store in downtown Cincinnati. <laughs> Proving that dreams can come true, both in CD liquor stores and for uh, April Fool's Day jokes. Could you imagine, though, if all of the online hoaxes that you see out there on April Fool's Day, if people being upset that they weren't true actually led to them existing? Because some of yeah. them are really good. Yeah, absolutely. Where I wish that more people would or more companies would be like, well, gee, they got a really positive response. If you we'll think just go ab- ahead and do that. If you think about it, that's the perfect time to test to any test product stupid. idea that you have. Yeah. Like, we'll just put it on on April 1st and see what people, how they react yeah. to it. And that, if people are like, yeah, that's great. Fucking yeah, box them up. It. Well, we, we were always going to do that. It just so happened to be the day we announced it. <laughs> and if people say that's ridiculous, you're like, April, April Fool's. <laughs> never gonna do that that was so stupid <laughs> it's basically the the uh equivalent of dude i was just playing around why are you so sensitive 
Right. <laughs> nah, man, I was just joking. It's a joke, man. Come on, don't be... Why Why you take everything so seriously? You gotta be so buttery. <laughs> uh, but so far, man, this beer tastes really good. This beer is excellent. I had such high expectations coming into this one. I did too, and um, when, you, when you just think about it, I, when I first heard that they were actually doing it, I thought, oh, that's great. But how can they actually convert that taste? It's yeah, not, that's what I was kind of confused about. Very odd way to uh, make a beer, and you know, and then you hear the ingredients, and it's still like, okay, well, vanilla bean, uh, orange. I, I still don't know how it's gonna. Yeah. But this is, you know, very. It's a very interesting way that they put things together for it, and I I like it a lot so far. Uh, the only thing so far that I don't like is that it's what like four point seven percent. Yes, I was and, trying uh, to find it quickly. Yeah, it's four point two. Four point two. Well, no, it's four seven. Okay, right. four seven. Holy crap! I was what? gonna say four two. Yeah. Well, Good but and so that's the only downside. But I feel like the compromise here is the taste because if yeah. it's, if it was real alcoholy, I feel like it would take over on yeah. this one because you're trying to get the flavor of the dream sickle. So the compromise right. is that it has to be a little bit less on the ABV, which is the only downside to it. It's also, we were talking about it before the show started, weird time to release such a low ABV beer. Like, now we're starting to get into the, the well, higher ABVs. You think, a, you think of a dream sickle, and you think summertime, summertime. it's right. warm out, you know. And meanwhile, we've got... Getting one it, from the ice cream truck. It launches during the hurricane when it's 50 degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> Probably one of the coldest days of the year so far. Seriously, <laughs> since winter this, earlier this year, it was warm out. Right. And, and here we are drinking a dream sickle beer. Go figure. Uh, but delicious taste to start with. Um, holy shit, man! You better pace yeah. yourself. We haven't even hit an upper deck yet, and you're already one deep. You know that the last time that happened was what two episodes ago when we had one of the IPAs where I said I finished oh, yeah. before we got an upper deck. Yeah, and we know how much I enjoyed that one. <laughs> this is on the same page. <laughs> Well, should we get into Upper Deck before you finish all your beers? I, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sponsors and the uh, uh, the beer aren't going to kind of like it if we don't even get to the end of the show with it. But uh, that's Stick a good time. to everybody. Uh, listen, uh, make sure after Upper Deck we'll open up the, the phone lines like we normally do. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of people on here. So if you are joining in for the first time, thank you guys for hopping into the live feed. Our live uh, call And if you're ins. coming back from break with us, welcome. Yeah, everybody except for Jim. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good time to remind you that uh, Upper Deck is uh, brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of craft root sports, which is you can get a free 30-day trial membership to Audible, complete with a free audiobook download. Even if you cancel the membership within the 30 days, you still keep the audiobook. To get that free audiobook and test out the Audible service, go to audibletrial.com slash sports. That's audibletrial.com slash sports, Or just head on over to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click the Audible trial link in the menu bar. And our first story this week comes from you comes to you from a school in Bethesda, Maryland, which has made the decision to ban clothing that has the name or mascot of the football team from Washington. That's yep. right. The R's. A letter <laughs> a letter posted to Green Acres School website says in part that the term redskin is a racial slur. Its use, whether intentional or not, can be deeply insulting and offensive. The head of the private school said that the issue was raised last year by third graders during the study of Native Americans. Third graders. Which is the point of the story here. Third graders are the ones that had to point this out for us, America. Wow. <laughs> doing doing a, a service out there. After further discussions, the school decided to ban the clothing, stating it is a term that demeans a group of people. Similarly... 
The team's logo can also reasonably be viewed as racially demeaning. At best, the image is an uh, ethnic stereotype that promotes cultural misunderstanding. At worst, it is intensely derogatory. And yeah, while a the the, the owner, Daniel Snyder, can't be bothered to get rid of it because he calls it an honor or yeah. says that it's somehow right. giving them some recognition... Everybody recognizes this for what it is, even third graders. Right. That's the craziest thing to me. Like, third graders, there was a, a lesson that they learned uh, about Native Americans, and then they were like, somebody in the class was like, hey, that's kind of fucked up what we're doing with that team, right? Like, <laughs> right. that's that's kind of weird. And the teacher's like, yeah, it's kind of fucking weird. And they we should and probably discuss this. Hats off to the school for, for taking this step, because I think that's eventually, like, we've already seen that, that they're not going to change on their own. The no, Dan Snyder will never change. The, you leave it up to the team, they'll never change. Right, so it's going to take the fans to make the change happen. And yes, good for these kids, man. That's excellent. For awesome. Them. Yes, that makes it. That like fills me with hope to be like, all right, kids get it. They understand. I feel like that group of third graders would not have voted for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> they know what's up. So here's my question: Do you think there's going to be a school in Akron that like bans the Chief Wahoo logo from? Kids like kids aren't allowed to wear Chief Wahoo coming into school. That's a good question. I think that's a question less best for you, Mister uh, from Northeast Ohio. <laughs> Get yeah, your third graders in not here up there. <laughs> those, those kids are rally like, the cause. <laughs> all those kids in Northeast Ohio are like these third graders are pussies. <laughs> <laughs> also, with the tribe doing so well, maybe maybe it helps push the issue because. The yeah. Washington racial slurs are so bad of a football team on a consistent basis. But with the Indians doing well, it's a bad time to try to throw that out there. Because I remember last year when they were in the playoffs, it yeah. kind of got a little bit momentum. But I, I feel like when things are going real well for the team, it's harder, especially from the team standpoint, right. to want to change anything and, and right. for movement. It's much easier if things are going real bad to where you can kind of just phase things out and people won't really notice. Exactly, yeah. They've got more things to be upset about on the field that they're not worried about the logo change. Right, or it's it's like what we talked about before where it's you need to win it all, and then that's your... Do you yes. want like okay? Well, you can, you've we got want it all. It's do done. See you later. Where? Who yeah. cares? We just want a championship. We'll do. We'll, yeah. we'll fucking, do you really care? We're moving this. We're moving the team. Who gives a shit right now? <laughs> we got you your championship. We're out. <laughs> uh, a cool story. I like that one. That's a good feel good story to lead off upper deck. Here's one that. Uh, well, it's a story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about Chick Fil A. Uh, opening up inside of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, which uh, opens tomorrow, right? That's the yes. first game in that stadium mm-hmm. with uh, with Bama, Florida State. Uh, so Chick-fil-A will, have the will Chick-fil-A. be open. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be closed on Sunday when uh, – who's playing on Sunday there? I think it's Georgia Tech and Tennessee mm. on Sunday night. So sorry, Vols fans. You, you, Vols. Miss, <laughs> you miss out on that sweet Chick-fil-A action. Anyways, uh, there's a new stadium that's uh, that's going to be opening up, and that's going to be in Detroit. Little Caesars Arena in Detroit is going to open up, and uh, the new $863 million home to the Red Wings and Pistons, they're going to open soon, starting with six straight concerts by Detroit native Kid Rock. 
which is a really sad way, I think, to open up your stadium. <laughs> that's like, that's like, hey, our first, the first thing happening in Atlanta is a top five matchup in the first week of the season. First time in college football history that number one has met a top three team. What's happening in Detroit? Kid Rock for six straight shows. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> But it, it doesn't end there for Kid Rock or for people in Detroit. Uh, Kid Rock also has plans to open up a restaurant inside of the arena. Uh, they just lost Verlander. Why are they going to do this to him, man? <laughs> not only, times not only Verlander, Kate Upton is gone, too. That's the, that's the that's biggest the big loss. loss in that trade. That's the... People over that was that. underreported in this <laughs> yeah, whole deal. People totally. Although my buddy did aspect. say this morning, it was one of the first things I was at, out of his mouth was, <laughs> "No more Kate Upton at the games." I mean, I feel like <laughs> that's a bigger loss than anything else on the field. <laughs> uh, so, Kid Rock's Made in Detroit Bar and Grill is going to be that new restaurant inside the arena. There's plans to open during events and off nights, so even when there's nothing going on, you can go in and, and eat at Kid Rock's place, I guess. It'll seat about 200 people. It's also going to hold live music events. The restaurant will feature local beer and cocktails, as well as, quote, classic Detroit and Southern-influenced dishes. Uh, because when I think of the South, <laughs> I think of Detroit, Michigan. Those two <laughs> not go <laughs> What the hand. fuck? Which kind of makes it weird that Kid Rock is born and raised in Detroit, but... He acts so hillbillyish and redneck and southern. I know that there's a lot of white trash in Detroit, having lived, you know, in Toledo, so Detroit South. Uh, so I know that, that there's a lot of that there. But Kid Rock and I and I enjoy Kid Rock when he first came out. Well, I can't admit like that he's he he's changed. Yes, I was gonna say he went so far in the other direction yeah. where he became. Like a Trump guy, essentially, for lack of a better way to put it. No, that's exactly what he is. No, I know, but I'm just saying, I mean, he, he, it, the original Kid Rock was very much not like that, and then he just evolved, yeah. but it doesn't make sense because you know he's what been, it is? He's, lives in Detroit. It's it's the loss of Joe C. That's what did it. That was yeah. the turning point in Kid Rock's yeah. career because he was all well and good when Joe C. was walking around talking about being three foot nine with a three foot dick. Yeah. And then Joe C. passes away, and. Boom! Hell all of a sudden, basket. all of a sudden, Kid Rock's doing a duet with Cheryl Crow, and shit has and Rebel Flags. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Here's what I wish they would have done. Have you? I mean, you've been to Detroit, right? Have you ever eaten? Yeah. Have you ever eaten at Sweetwater Tavern? I have not. <sighs> Dude, is it good? That would have been if they would have just put a Sweetwater Tavern location in the arena. I probably would have gone to game. I would have made it a trip because those wings are amazing. Never. Way have. better than anything that Kid Rock's chef is going to put on. <laughs> yeah, see, my, my trips to Detroit are limited to like in and out things. So I don't, <laughs> I don't spend around. time in Detroit enough to have food and do all that. I mean, oh, I've been to I concerts did. and then you're out. I've been I to did. games and then I'm out. <laughs> There's never much lingering in Detroit going on. I did so. a run of shows with my buddy Kenny Zinlinghouse and we did we stayed in Detroit and we ended up having to cancel the show in Indianapolis, so we stayed an extra night in Detroit and just gambled and it was the best. It was awesome. Huh. That city's coming up, man. It's it's doing well and I think this arena is <laughs> gonna nowhere help. to go but Well, that's a fair point. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, Detroit had nowhere to go but up. <laughs> It filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> I mean, Detroit could only go up. Uh, oh, well, uh, moving on to uh, a 
more sensitive topic. We, you know, we like to keep things light. It's obviously how the show is centered on sports and beer. Uh, but we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the horrible situation down in Houston. Obviously, a lot of parallels to New Orleans. It's awful, everything that's going down there uh, with Harvey, much like Katrina. Uh, our th- thoughts go out to those suffering down there. But um, that being said, the Houston Texans have a fan out there who's making light of the their plight, which I feel like if you're <laughs> going to make light of the situation, you should be in it. Yeah. Nobody else yeah, outside nobody else of the can situation make of can make yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a Houston native and you're a fan of the football team, this one's pretty funny. Uh, a recent petition on change.org just went up, and it relates to their former quarterback, Brock Osweiler, who was just released by the Cleveland Browns <laughs> today, actually. That's sad. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with the Osweiler story, he went to Houston after getting drafted by Denver. And Houston paid Osweiler an ass load of money. Something like seven, $72 million. No, that's million. what was written in the contract. It was just like, yeah. how much is he going to make? An, an ass load. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it was a very awful, unforgettable season. He played one season, was so bad that they shipped him off to Cleveland. Cleveland didn't even really want him. They were essentially <laughs> trading for the second round pick that they got with him. They took the contract <laughs> to get the second round pick. And as I mentioned, cut him today. So it was all pretty much the second round pick. Osweiler's that terrible. So terrible, in fact, that this petition that this fan put out there reads, Brock Osweiler was signed by Houston, the Houston Texans a year ago, and we all know how that worked out. Hurricane Harvey tragically rolled through the southeast this week in what is the biggest disaster in Houston since Osweiler's tenure. Oh After a God. year of watching Brock, a man who was offered a $72 million contract who now can't even start for the Browns, Houston fans deserve <laughs> Houston fans deserve for him to return some of the money he robbed back from the community. Brock, we are asking for you to donate a portion of your contract back to Houston so it can be dispersed to aid in charge of purchasing food and supplies to the victims. But please, we beg you, have someone else send it. Your check would probably get intercepted in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) End of quote. (laughs) So, yeah. Even as rough as things are going down in Houston, they still have time to make jokes <laughs> about how bad their quarterback situation was. That. I that love that. It's amazing. Because I mean, obviously there's not a lot to joke about and things are super rough down there. But I mean, if there's somebody down there who still can find light yeah. of, of, a, <laughs> of a terrible situation and make fun of something like that, just hilarious. I just picture some dude in like a shelter, like completely displaced, lost, and he's he just happens to get a of uh, like a plug to get onto his phone for the first time in like a week. And he's like, ha, Osweiler just got cut. I'm going to, I'm about to fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> and how about your, how about if you're Osweiler, you get the news, your agent calls you. Yeah. You know, Browns have released you. And then if this weird gets back to you, <laughs> uh, so there's somebody down in Houston who might not have a home right now, but he took time out of his <laughs> non busy day to write a trolling post on change.org. For a petition. And my guess is, I didn't check, but my guess is the petition has quite a few signatures. I wonder, I wonder if we, we can need to Google find that and find out. it out by the end of the show. <laughs> so, yeah. People down in Houston, stay strong. Keep trolling. <laughs> oh, shit. That's amazing. Yeah, I'll check all that. Did you see the thing that was going around the internet about uh, blaming Harvey on Chris Paul? No. <laughs> Somebody pointed out the... Uh, 
that Chris Paul is a like a flooding jinx because oh when he went to New Orleans 2005 he signed with yeah. New Orleans Katrina hit then he went to the uh, LA in 2011 and they had flash floods oh. and then he signs with Houston wow and, yeah so basically if Chris Paul signs with your team fucking start stacking up disaster. start stacking up on some sandbags like Good Lord. holy shit <laughs> again. Fun things that fans do. <laughs> Putting that connection together. I mean, because I didn't even think about I would have never thought. Well, it's, as soon as you said it, it's like, okay, I guess the timing of the Katrina thing. But then to go to the L.A. thing with the floods. Right. Like, wow. I mean, just pulled that kind of out of nowhere. Because yeah. you didn't even think about that happening. Right. Yeah. No. Because, I mean, it obviously isn't to the same scale. But. Right. Shit. <laughs> Uh, anyways, moving on. So here's something that's uh, another bit of good news for this week. This is a long time coming. Long time. Something that should have been done forever ago and is finally happening. Announced this week, uh, a retirement home for former NFL players that are in need will be established in Canton, Ohio, home of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, it's going to be open to Hall of Famers and their partners, other former players, administrators, coaches, basically Anybody who had something to do with the NFL will we'll be, be eligible. eligible to get in here. Um, so there's going to be a separate wing for assisted living and memory care. Um, to start, there's only going to be 143 spots available, which is not a lot, but it's better than zero. Better right. Than, and than you got to figure that this is also for mostly players in need. So mm. the ones that find themselves on the wrong end of having lost all their money, or having not made a lot of money. I know it says right. the first thing you read is Hall of Famers, but I tend to think that Hall of Famers that are in decent condition and have the the funds wouldn't end up here. It's your ones that you find that, you know, oh, I played in the NFL for a couple of years, made right. a little amount of money, and then things went wrong. Well, and if you yeah. think about it, some of those Hall of Famers that are of this, you know, retirement home age and nursing home age – they didn't play at a time when they made a lot of money. Like, right, there wasn't true. a lot of cash flowing around the league, so they don't they don't have the yeah the, the hall money. of famers of that age to be there. Yeah, right. Now, exactly. Hall of famers from when we're growing up, right, are less likely to like run into these Brett situations. Favre's age. He's probably it's like oh you got enough money you're fine. Yeah, but some of those older guys, man, they don't they don't have that cash. Um, awesome story. The idea actually came from former players and executives basically taking a look at all the troubling stories that have come out recently and, and all the CTE stuff. Um, so they don't want these guys ending up on the streets. Uh, they don't want them to, you know, suffer these lifelong issues. So they're, they're doing something about it. Well, and fucking awesome public push too. I mean, when you hear about former heroes of your favorite team ending up homeless or, you know, killing themselves, right. whatever the case may be because of, all the myriad of issues that come with, you know, post NFL play. The main question is brought up is why isn't something done or why aren't what, you know, why isn't the NFL fraternity? Why don't they look after their own? They pretty much use these guys and discard them and whatever happens to them happens. And they kind of just forget, get forgotten, especially if you're not one of the hall of famers who at least have the recognition to come back and right. you know, get all that, you know, honor. But the rest of these guys just, you know, they fall off the face of yeah. the earth essentially. And, you know, the question is, why wouldn't you protect these guys? Why yeah. isn't there some type of system set up to at least help them along? I mean, you know, they made, in some cases, these guys made a name for the NFL just as much as they made a name for themselves. And you can't throw them a ball right. with something like this. And again, the number's low to start off, but I imagine this could get the ball rolling on something where, 
you'll have multiple facilities and and the, the number will just keep growing as far as spots available and that's that's awesome yeah absolutely i think it's great i'm looking uh i'm looking forward to seeing how this expands Yes, and hopefully it also moves outside of Canton because obviously if you have it just centralized there, and if being first, it makes sense, you know, with the Hall of Fame there and whatever, and that's obviously makes the most sense. But I like to see it expand to other cities and other areas, so it's not confined. What would be great is is if it comes out to be like each team has their own every nfl city period. right right so somewhere within the the region of the city you've got something like yeah exactly any former player from any like the franchise and you know not necessarily players that played for that team but retire in that right, area or right whatever, which exactly obviously means that some places would have more guys in that situation than others you know, not many people retired of Minnesota, but right. you know, either way, having having <laughs> why that, not? I can't <laughs> figure that out. Yeah, having that <laughs> having something like that in all of those cities would be a great way yeah. to keep it going and keep it moving and helping out everybody. Rather, right. than, well, you've got to be shipped to Ohio or whatever and get it displaced from maybe your home. That Miami place has got to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> they might just uh, block off a corner of Florida and just have everybody there. All right, moving on. Uh, three really weird cancellations in games this week uh, around the world. Um, in London, we'll start off with the country championship cricket match between Middlesex and Surrey was called because a metal-tipped arrow from a crossbow, that's right, a crossbow, was <laughs> fired and landed on the field near, near Surrey players. In what 2017... Would you, what would you do if you're, like, out on the field, like, all right, here we go. I'm, I don't know what you do in cricket. Like, I don't know if you stand there. I don't... Whatever. But then all of a sudden, a fucking crossbow arrow just lands... Can't imagine an right arrow from you. anywhere just... <laughs> oh, what the hell is that? An arrow. They, they interviewed the captain about that. And he was he was like, yeah, you could hear it coming. Like, I did archery. That thing could have killed somebody. Absolutely. And they don't know where it came from. They don't know if it like came from inside the stadium or like <laughs> somebody shot it out. They think it was shot from outside the stadium. So that means there was some fucker Stray with a crossbow arrow. just like, boom. Ah, ha, that one went in. I got it. <laughs> Crazy, but it, to keep up with the craziness, uh, a playoff <laughs> basketball game in China was called after players broke out into an all-out brawl, which <laughs> odd thing to happen in China. It wouldn't, but something that wouldn't even bat an eye at here in America, but in China, they're <laughs> not as quick to go to a brawls. Uh, no word on what caused the fight, but it's being reported that it was a hard foul on former Baylor player Isaiah Austin. And finally, a baseball game in Japan ended in an 8-8 tie after eight innings because a huge flock of birds wouldn't leave the field. Kept circling around the players. All right. So so the Chinese basketball fight, that one I get because do you remember uh, the year that Xavier and UC had their big brawl? That same preseason, I think it was, Georgetown was over in China playing like an exhibition game Mm -hmm. and they got into a fight with that team. So, because I remember being like, why is everybody so pissed about this Xavier UC fight? Like it never happened. Like, look at these guys. They did Mm -hmm. it too. But the birds, man, like (laughs) they were just. Alfred Hitchcock was at the game, apparently. (laughs) I saw somebody made a gif out of it and they cut it perfectly where it's just birds flying around this dude's head forever and he just was like. Freaking out by it. <laughs> Good lord. That's such a crazy reason to end the game. <laughs> uh, Imagine reading the box score the next day. An 8-8 tie. What tie. the 
hell happened? In eight innings? Did, <laughs> was there lightning? Yeah. Oh, no. Somebody die? <laughs> no, there were birds. <laughs> Game called for birds. I can imagine those headlines if the New York Post would have gotten a hold of it. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite story about Protect this week. Is that That's one. fantastic. It's so good. Like, what are the odds that three really weird cancellations yeah. in the same week? Crossbow, birds, <laughs> and a brawl. Because why not? You know what the best part is about that? The fight is like... Yeah, all right, whatever. Moving on. Uh, yeah, Talk nobody about cares the about birds the in this crossbow. I've seen games end off a fight. <laughs> but birds? And a, <laughs> and a random arrow? <laughs> the hell? Oh, shit. All right, well, let's end Upper Deck on a uh, kind of sports news. Uh, so there's a town in Spain where they do a an animal cruelty-free version of Running of the Bulls, and they call it Running of the Balls. <laughs> Which was the first thing I noticed about the story that made me giggle. <laughs> running of the Balls. <laughs> so, so this past weekend, there's 700 people that participated in this. They tried out run a 660-pound resin ball with, like, the face of a bull painted on it. And they basically just push this ball down this hill, and they're like, all right, there you go. Get out of its way. <laughs> and people take off running, just like running the Bulls. Uh, so it's a 500-meter course. The ball picks up top speeds of 20 miles per hour. <laughs> so this thing's fucking moving. So while no animals were hurt, obviously, during this event. So Pete is cool. Yeah, they're like, oh, whatever. Two people were, uh, were injured. People aren't animals, so fuck them. <laughs> We're here for the animals. One man got a concussion and some broken ribs, uh, which, I mean, if you're in a Walk stampede... Walk it off. You're in a stampede of 700 people. That's bound to happen. Yeah. He got off easy on uh, on this. Uh, there was another man that had to be... He got off easy in the running of the balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Another man had to be put in a medically induced coma to relieve the pressure in his skull after a head injury he received... By being rolled over by the 660-pound ball. Holy balls. <laughs> that is not a way that I want to go. Getting run over by a gigantic medicine ball. That sounds yeah, dude. awful. I'd rather take my chance with the bulls. Because at least those are beings that are like, oh, I'm going to go after this guy instead. Like you can, you can maybe shake him off a little bit. A ball, it's not moving. Like That thing's just going to... It's just going to hit you. If the, you're ball, in, the ball's just going to keep coming. The balls are just going to keep hitting you in the face, and <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to sit there and take it. That's <laughs> awful. Ball never stopped coming. It just came, kept coming down the hill. Wow. And at first I thought that we originally, when I first saw this story, I thought, oh, we're going to talk about the, the big old tomato fight that they had. Is this a tomato fight? Giant tomato fight in Spain. Another weird thing. Nope, that didn't know had. that happened. Yeah, just big old tomato fight. <laughs> and I, was, I thought, oh, they don't have a problem with that. You can kill a bunch of tomatoes and waste them all over. <laughs> Peter, Peter just sits on the sideline for that one. <laughs> what? You have a bull chasing after people? This won't. We won't stand. Does for Peter this. realize the bull wins like every time in the running of the bulls? There's yeah. no people that win that. Like the bulls yeah. just fucking. Murder people. The bull's also not treated horribly. He's released, if right. anything, and then, you know, gets to wreck some people. Have, have I feel like it's a good bro? day for the bull. <laughs> yeah, the bulls are like, all right, one day a year, we right. get to fuck some people up. <laughs> Pete has taken away their one shot moment. <laughs> what is that? What just happened? 
Did the game just turn on? I guess. Well, that's kind of weird. All right. Well, this is <laughs> this has been Upper Deck. Brought uh, to you by the balls. <laughs> <laughs> not Lonzo, though. No, what not those balls. What the fuck is up with that dude, man? The uh, Lonzo and his father, LeVar. And yeah. Like, did you see what, what Lonzo Ball has done? Or LeVar Ball has done? He created his own shoe, or he created a, s- a signature shoe for his son, who isn't even in college yet. Junior in high school. Yeah. 16 years old. And this kid basically doesn't have college uh, eligibility, eligibility now. because of that. Although the NCAA is like, well, you know, it doesn't really matter because we can't do anything until he becomes an NCAA athlete. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's nothing they're going to do about it right now. But that dude's not going to be able to play. And when they ask LeVar about it, he was like, yeah, well, maybe they'll change the rule. He's got two years. Maybe in two years he'll be able to just go straight to the pros. It's like, do you realize they just changed that rule recently to prevent kids from going straight to the pros? They're not going to be like, oh, wait a second, our bad. We're going to... We're going to switch that one back. That dude's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Did I, you I, watch the Facebook show? I didn't realize it started. I I saw the, the headline about the, the name of it, which we didn't have the name when we first talked about that on Upper Deck a few months ago. No. I don't remember, but it was... I can't remember the name now, but it was just as corny balls, as I would have Balls in your face? I, 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 I was hoping for balls deep, but it didn't... <laughs> They didn't go there. That, that actually would have been a catchier title. But it was something stupid. It was like all about balls or something. I, I mean, seriously, it was It was something stupid. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I, I just remember seeing that it, it came out for the first time uh, this week. Jim is reminding me that I guess it was, it was really – Heavy Detroit sports news this week. It was super. Had, yeah, I didn't. Uh, we mentioned Justin Verlander getting traded, but fucking Stafford signed that contract, and everybody lost their minds over that, which is really weird because Detroit's never had anything good happen to their football team that wasn't named Barry Sanders or Megatron, and they pay the one guy that has been one of their best players over the last twenty years, and they're yeah. upset about it. Right? You know, those guys just fall off trees, and <laughs> you know. Having quarterback in this league doesn't mean anything. I mean, I get the whole rationale of, all right, well, we've seen what we can do, but what are you going to do? I mean, give the reins back to the also-rans that you have been giving them my entire life? I I can't remember a single Lions quarterback not named Matthew Stafford, so that tells you everything you need to know about why they signed him to that deal. There was that uh, that one guy, and then the other dude. Those were the the other ones I remember. I I don't, yeah. Drew Stanton. Are you serious? Drew Stanton was a yeah, Detroit quarterback? he was. All they I were remember, all excited about Drew Stanton, too, because I think he was like a third-round pick or something. All I remember from Drew Stanton – sorry, that was me just making sure the line was open, and it is, everybody. The, the oh, line wow. is open. Uh, we got a sweet new graphic for that, too. People are talking about the graphics. Joe was, Joe was commenting on how professional the Facebook Live – Yeah, we hired some people, so <laughs> <laughs> moving on up. Uh, uh, fa- but yeah, the the drunk lines open four four zero thirty seven drunk. Hit us up with what, whatever you want to talk about. More Detroit. Uh, yeah, news. we can. I mean, we can <laughs> talk about Detroit. I know Jim was upset about the Verlander trade, but like you said, you got to go all in on this rebuild. No, like, I mean Detroit. Detroit wants to do both ways, and it's kind of they had one foot in the rebuild, one foot out, and everything was kind of screwed up because Illich was really trying to win one. And then he died. And he was trying to win one before he died. Didn't beat that clock. And so then the team is sitting there left with 
all of this, all of these really awful contracts and guys that are at the end of the back end of their careers instead. Right. And so hard to unload them because they have all these really super high contracts, but they're all getting old. And yet they still want to kind of stay competitive because they're not that far removed from getting to a World Series. And I get it, but you kind of have to tear things down and just build them back up. Yeah, eventually. It's just too hard to try to do both at the same time, and it doesn't work. You've got to just spin your wheels and stay middle of the road, which is have It's fine to have like one or two guys that have been there for a while and and are your veteran presence. Well, there's nothing wrong with Miggy sticking around. I was going to say, those need to be position players and not necessarily pitchers. You need it to be a player that that is going to be in the lineup every day. Especially if pitchers can will get the most in return generally too right exactly especially there's somebody like verlander a, yeah there's such a premium so if there's no reason to hang on to him i mean yes it would be nice if he retired but he might not retire for another four or five years and what you're getting out of him for the next four or five years just isn't worth hanging on just for the memories right <laughs> that's true because i love verlander but uh, it's just you know if you if you're really concerned about the tigers and with them winning sooner rather than later He's not going to be a part of the next time they win. I think that's so. the hardest part whenever something like this happens. Whenever there's a guy that's been in a in a, a city for so long and he's become synonymous with a certain team, when they finally have to move on from him, like that's super tough to deal with as a fan. Oh, it's Because you're is. so invested in that guy right. that then you don't realize the, the bigger picture and, and why it's important to do that. Oh, Because you're just me. like... When no, Atlanta was moving on. on from their heyday and they one by one had to get rid of Glavin, Maddox, and Smoltz. I mean, it was tough every single time. And Smoltz was the last one standing. Yeah. But it just every single time you had to get rid of one of those guys that through those 90 runs was, you know, a big part of that success. It sucks. But looking back on it and knowing what I know now, it was the right move. But you never see it as a fan when you're in it. Right. You just want to think, well... They'll be good again, and why would we want to get rid of the guy who's going to be a Hall of Famer? Well, because he's not pitching like a Hall of Famer anymore. Right. But you're paying him like right, he's still exactly. a Hall yeah. of Famer. So it's tough, but, you know, you got to move on. Yeah. All right, should we... Sh- uh-oh. Trying to struggling on the transition? No, I'm just trying to I'm trying to not get too hyped up over Okay. This. No, let's do it. Let's get let's into g- this because the we can kind of just put a bow on it and wrap it up. Uh after all that talk, neither Mike or I saw the Mayweather McGregor fight. Not for lack of effort, but because there were server issues and technology issues and Mike, I'll Fuck let you New t- Lion. <laughs> Mike, I'll let you take it Fuck away. Fuck New Lion as a company. Here's what sucks. The worst part about this is you get... All right, so for those of you that don't know, and maybe you know there are people that are, that are out there, this hype was all hype, or this fight was all hyped up about, hey, even people who don't have cable are going to be able to experience this because we're going to offer it on apps, and you can stream it live. Showtime pay-per-view. Have well, their, and in their this day and age, option. when you say people who don't have cable, you're basically talking to like 50% of right. the public. Right, and there are so many people that, that were pumped about that because most of the time you have to have a cable subscription mm-hmm. you have to have you have a to box. add that package for right. showtime or hbo or whatever and then you have to get the pay-per-view but in this case they were just like yeah all you got to do is pay for the pay-per-view on our app and you'll be able to stream it live so i was fucking jacked for this and scott will attest to the setup that i put out for this fight in my backyard we've got this like little gazebo i had a a screen out there the projector that you guys can see on the facebook live yeah i went all out man i had 
And I came over. I drove 40 <laughs> minutes down. <laughs> On an off week. You were like, I don't have to drive this week. Right. All right, I'll drive this week. From had, the frozen north? I had people over. There was a lot of beer. There was some food. It was going to be a great fucking time. And for two hours, it was awesome. Because the undercards, first two undercards, worked fine. There was no issues yes. at all. And then all of a sudden, I get a message that says, you're logged in somewhere else. Like, no, I'm not. Nobody, <laughs> nobody even knows I have this UFC account. How could I be logged in somewhere else? Did somebody steal my fucking password? So I log out, and I go to log back in, and it won't fucking work. It, and <laughs> this is where the night went from, hey, Mike's kind of drunk and having fun, to, oh, my God, Mike might murder somebody. Uh, it would not log in at all. When it finally did log in, it wouldn't stream anything. It was saying that there was no no pay-per-views available, and I lost my shit. I've never been so mad at something in my life. You were so mad I kept quiet. I just didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to make jokes. I didn't want to make comments. I was just... I mean, because I was upset I wasn't able to watch it too, but I also wasn't up to 100 bucks, so I felt like... Yeah, my, my my ability to be upset was nil from from start to finish. The way this was handled was fucking awful. Yes. They so UFC just deleted their contact page on their website. They were just like, yeah, we're just gonna just make that site not work anymore. So if you try to go to the contact page to get a phone number, couldn't get it. All you do is live chat with somebody, and all they were saying is, yeah, send in an email to this address. Goodbye, and then they disconnect. So basically, completely useless, ignoring the problem completely. And Probably I think they knew the volume. They knew they were fucked at that point, right? Especially since, and our good friend Whitey, friend of the show, was over, and he pointed out that that week Dana White was bragging about how UFC does digital way better than boxing, and it's going to be such an awesome experience because <laughs> UFC knows how to do digital. And then you fucked it up. Just to pause that thought, and I'll let you get back into rage mode. <laughs> uh friend of the show spielman writes in and asks why we don't just set the uh pick pool to real football and he says ncaa because he's trying to poke me about nice nfl like versus it. ncaa yeah hey spielman it's gonna be a mix of nfl and ncaa <laughs> so quit being a fucking bitch and and know that there's going to be the the, the idea is to have Five NFL games and five NCAA games. But either way, it's going to be a mix of yeah. each of the two each week. So that's where everybody's prowess gets to be right. you know, shown, whether or not you're an NCAA or an NFL guy. Or if you're just one of those people who bases things off of colors and fancy numbers next to the names or whatever. You're you're all included in this pool. That's what makes this pool so awesome. So never fear, NCAA will be included. Now, Mike... Back to rage. Uh, wait, before that, are you ready to flip into a little bit of a rage? Wow. <laughs> Although college football is diluted without the BCS. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know your feelings on the BCS. No, we, we, Spielman likes to press my buttons as we've had the conversation since we've known each other about yeah. this. And guess what? I ended up winning the day eventually <laughs> and for the foreseeable future. We've also had the conversation and I, I lost right. that one. I took an L there too. Anyways, fuck Dana White. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck the UFC. Fuck UFC TV. I will never buy another streaming option. Everything leading up to this fight had said this was going to be the biggest pay-per-view in history. You actually offered it to people who don't have cable and you even said it's like half the population now. There's so many people who have cut cable. You had to know going in how many people were 
ordered the fight. You would think you had to. You had to. Well, know you would just think you'd be more well equipped overall to have Even the servers crash you'd be on that. More equipped as if every person in the world had a dedicated server. Like that's how equipped I would have been just to make sure that something like this didn't yeah. happen. And for me, from your you know sitting there observing everything. What would have made me so mad and what did make me so mad is just the way it was handled where they basically just hands just off. Like, and, nope, oh, we're not well, doing anything. Sorry, there's yeah. nothing we can do. And good luck. Sucks to be you. And the, they didn't acknowledge it. Shut up, Siri. They know. actually... <laughs> Siri's like... Uh, <laughs> anyways, I don't even know what joke I was going to make there. Uh, the, the fact that UFC TV f- tweeted out as the McGregor-Mayweather fight was starting, they tweeted out... For those of you that are still experiencing issues, try to find the fight somewhere else and then had the link to where else you could buy the fight. That infuriated me That's so much. Even, I didn't even know that yeah. part of the story. Infuri- you had already that. gone inside at that point. You were just yeah, like, I did. I'm I bailed get away on everything. Like, I, uh, <laughs> I wanted to get away, and at that point, I, I knew the writing was on the wall. When you couldn't log in, I thought, well, this isn't going to go down at all. Like yeah. When those things happen just before something is supposed to happen – it usually doesn't get resolved until that thing is almost over or it is over. And that's exactly what happened as soon as it was over. Yeah. Oh, hey, come on back in. We're, we're good to go. That was the worst part was we <laughs> got inside. I had taken everything down, broke down the speaker that I had set up. I fucking had that sweet speaker out there that I've used for shows that I've done <laughs> because I knew we were going to be able to hear. Oh, so that was oh, it's such a good setup. Anyways, we get inside. I bring it all inside and I was like, mm, let me fucking check it again. And the, it was like post-fight press conference starting in three minutes, and it uh, logged. And I was like, "You motherfuckers! Uh, you goddamn motherfuckers!" <laughs> <laughs> the entire fight, and I'm just getting updates on Twitter throughout the whole thing. And I'm like, "Well, it's the third round. We missed two rounds, but who knows? Maybe if it goes if it goes all twelve, we'll be all right." And nothing. nothing. So basically, what I've learned from this whole experience is never buy anything from the UFC TV app ever again. Well, and I feel like any. This this does such a damage to your clientele as far as so you're a first time user. Well, you do it because it's this one big thing, and right. you were only expecting this one thing. So you're not necessarily going to be a repeat buyer in general. But instead of just appeasing you and making things run smoothly to where you're, you might suggest to somebody, even if you're never going to buy, it, oh yeah, hey, I did that one time for this, well, and it worked out really great. Instead. You're moving forward with fuck that company, Not fuck only the that, service, don't ever use it. They and were they, got all they that. were super smart. If you bought the pay per view from UFC TV, they gave you a free thirty days of their UFC Fight Pass. So I could have had thirty days to watch UFC fights and watch you know if there's any whatever on Fight Grow Pass. Grow interest in the sport for the next thirty days, right? And maybe I'm like, yeah, I'll keep this. I'll keep yeah. this for another month. Let's see what happens and. And maybe I buy another pay-per-view that comes up because there's a good fight on a pay-per-view. Nope, fuck you. I won't buy another fucking thing from UFC TV ever again. <laughs> Never. Dana White. I can't believe Dana White how can, poorly it was handled. That Well, and to well, his credit, at least he did. Back, though? I, I did get my money back, though. I was going to say, to his but credit. did you get your money back from? UFC TV did refund the money. Okay. Uh, Dana White put out a statement earlier this week that was like, we apologize for the inconvenience refunds are being processed here's the thing though nobody ever responded to any of my emails i sent seven fucking emails <laughs> to that company Jesus. granted the first one started off with fuck you i want my money back <laughs> that was the first email i sent well 
and then and then just kept replying to them the same emails. Uh, but it, but it toned down as I got less drunk. Somebody uh, somebody <laughs> saw those at least though. You do have that satisfaction that somebody <laughs> saw that email, <laughs> even if it was just an intern the next day. Somebody saw that email subject line and oh man. <laughs> I, hope, I was pissed. I hope somebody printed out all of my emails and they're hanging in somebody's cubicle right now in New York, <laughs> home of New Lion Entertainment, where it's just like, hey, remember when we really fucked up? This guy does. Yeah. <laughs> He's... <laughs> uh... But I, so that's the, that's the other worst part. No response. So I didn't think I was gonna, anything was going to happen because they were saying in the live chat, sorry, we're not doing any refunds. Because how can you Which prove another... it? How can you prove that people can't watch it you know what i mean like i'm sure yeah. there's something on the back end but well but i mean it's another miscalculation by them it shouldn't have been in the media <laughs> see hey you're not getting a refund it should have just been uh hey we're working on it yada 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 we'll right. give you like anything we'll give you an update. just respond to the fucking email yeah anything that's to, like, customer kind of service appease, 101 yeah just kind of appease you and you know placate you but to just immediately say that yeah, well no refunds yeah it just intensifies the right. rage right and you're, it's like midnight on a Saturday night where people... During a fight. Been, you know people are drinking? Yeah. You know Why people are, are out of their mind already? Yeah, come on. I had a lot of burger beers that night. <laughs> <laughs> and some shots of, of vodka. Like, I was Oof. I was pretty fucked up. Uh, my brother said, fuck your emails, which... <laughs> 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 well played. Uh, and to answer Joe's question, yes, I did get my money back. UFC did refund it. But I didn't think it was going to happen. I disputed the charge with my bank first. And PNC Bank was really helpful, and they were like, "Yeah." The girl was like, "There's actually a lot of people doing this right now." She was oh, like, this really? Is, she so was you like, weren't is... the only one who did that ever because they they were saying they weren't going to refund it. Right. So everybody so just immediately went to, to yeah. dispute with their bank. The girl told me this was Monday when I when I finally got a hold of somebody who could do it. She was like, "This is my fourth one this morning." Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. So they're, I kind of wish they didn't refund it because they would have had to refund my money through the dispute and pay the bank a fee, and it would have really fucked yeah. them. But at least I got my money back. That's, I mean, at the end of the day, it, I mean, it sucks because we didn't get to see the fight, and, and the opportunity was there. I mean, I think yeah. all the way leading up to it, I had pretty much resigned the fact that I wasn't going to see it. And then spent the entire day Saturday thinking, wow, I'm going to watch this fight after all. Yeah. The only fight that I've cared about in you know right. years fine and then didn't get to see it so i ended up where i thought i was for the last three months but again i didn't pay any for pay for anything so i thought man this is god awful for the fact that you paid a hundred bucks and just that was that Nothing. you did you, you Nothing. I mean, even getting your hundred bucks back we still didn't get to see the fight and yeah, you can watch it afterwards but now that you who know and everything it, like who in, gives a in Connor, yeah. <laughs> yeah nobody gives a poop about watching fights after they happen that's uh, it's worse than watching so, a sporting event yeah. like an actual game i can't even do that when i like hold off and i don't know what happened and then i try to watch it later right. i'm like all right let me just fast let forward let me fast again. forward through what this happened? I mean, oh, yeah. i'll check twitter all right cool this is all right Got I, don't it. To, I don't have to waste my time now every time i dvr a game i think why <laughs> Am I really going to take the opportunity to sit here for the entire length of this game? No. Right. No. It's, it's not going to happen. Um, so anyways, that's that's our McGregor Mayweather wrap-up. Uh, we don't... I still don't know what happened. Uh, people say it was a bad stoppage. Some people say it was a good stoppage. I know Blake has, has said that it's... You know, it, it needed to stop. Connor was gassed. And, I mean, I saw the, the, the round where... In the, I didn't see the, shit. I saw the, the few seconds before everything happened. I... 
just from a completely novice boxing fighting fan perspective, he didn't look like anybody that wanted to keep going. When the ref called it and, you know, kind of wrapped him up yeah. and pulled him to the side, Connor looked like, all right, man, thank God. Did he give him a, thanks, man? Yeah, I, I feel like he might have. <laughs> thanks, man. What are you doing? Come on. Well, that's no, the thing. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, come on. I'm there, ready to fight. No, it's it was, no, it's it was all you. of that without the, Why oh, man, what I was doing. Yeah, he... <laughs> It didn't look like any part of him was ready to keep going. And it, it wasn't from, oh, my God, I've gotten my ass beat, just from pure exhaustion. He just looked like, I've gone as far as and I that's can what, go with this, and I'm just, I'm done. I'm and that's spent. what everybody said the fight was going to be. Mayweather was yeah. going to get him to tire it himself out. It wasn't pretty much what we thought it would be. And there was, you know, anybody who actually thought that McGregor was going to win, you were just... <coughs> Jim, <coughs> Bill... <laughs> You're just trying to convince yourself on something that you really wanted to happen, but deep down you knew better. And it, you know, it went different than we expected, but the outcome was what we expected. Yeah, expected. So it's not that big of a deal, right? Oh Indeed. shit, you got the hiccups going. All right, uh, <laughs> so let's let's stop talking about this fight since I think everybody is fucking tired of hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, and point. and we move on. Do you want to find out if I'm a white motherfucker? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, you know what's funny? So last week when we had time off, I thought I actually thought about it. I think Tuesday or something. I'm like, I gotta, I'm gonna have a good one. I got plenty of time. I come in here totally unprepared. So you have no question. I have absolutely nothing. And you know what? You know this is turning into people's favorite segments. Right? If if I'm a white white motherfucker. Okay, hold on. So let's keep going with the show. Let me. Okay. Let me think think of something because I can come up with something off the top of my head. I'll be all right. But. I honestly completely forgot about it, and I really did. Last week at this time, I had something in my head, and it was like <laughs> middle of the week, and I thought, oh, that'll be good. And then it just evaporated. And all the all right. show prep I did for this week, which ha, isn't very much. <laughs> don't let me sound like I'm some type of professional by dropping show prep. All that show but, prep that yeah, I did finding those just, three stories. Yeah, in general, just <laughs> thinking about the show and getting ready, getting in the state of mind. The white motherfucker segment, not once did it pop oh into my, my head. Oh, my God. I've been so excited for that, it. Well, that makes me upset because I'm in there. I've usually at least thought about it earlier in the week and then might not think about it until Friday. But I'm like, oh, yeah, I got something because I remember it. Now I've even I'm, been skipping Macklemore in the playlists just to get ready. For <laughs> that, well, white Mike, you are a white <laughs> motherfucker. You just white motherfuckered yourself. <laughs> Jesus. No, you got to come up with a question for me. Anyways, uh, we'll move on while you think about that. Uh, football has started. College football is back. Actually, holy shit. There's a weather delay? Okay, I thought it was over. Navy is beating the oh, shit wow. out of Lane Kiffin's Florida Atlantic University Owls, which I'm so excited that Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the team came out as flat as Lane did in that uh Promo. In that promo, because they're losing 35-13 right now at this break uh, because of the weather. <laughs> Lane Kiffin's brother is the defensive coordinator for FAU, and that's the sweatiest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. Yes. I didn't know I didn't know he had a brother. I didn't know he coached. I definitely didn't know he had a brother. Why do the Kiffins all hire each other? Like, why is why is that their MO? I don't know. Because do Lane, coach, saying- Lane coached for his dad for a while. Or coached oh, with his that's dad right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the whole... Because I forgot that... See, I 
Monty Kiffin is a completely different person. He's way over here. Yeah. He's so well respected. He's, and he's, he's a, person. a professional. <laughs> and then when it came to be that they coached at the same when they were at SC at the same time. Yeah. I remember thinking, well, okay, you know, Lane's throwing and that was before Lane went full on douche. But at the time I thought, well, Lane's throwing his dad a bone because his dad was getting up there in age and he was still respected, but you know, it was the twilight of his dad's career and his dad's like, All right, I'll help up my son, you know, be the coach here. And now I look back on it and think why didn't he distance himself from his yeah. son so much harder? So that I wouldn't. It, 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 it is to that point in my head where I completely forgot that. Oh yeah, Monty Kiffin, a well-respected yeah. defensive, you know, coach in in the NFL and college ranks. Oh, he's the father of that guy, right? But I, yeah, you're right. I, I, didn't, I didn't even know that he had a brother. They all just, yeah, yeah, they, they all keep just it in the each other. It's uh, weird. It's a tough. I mean, first of all, FAU uh, is. Last Chance U Part 2 is basically what this yeah. team is. They got two players on there, right? They got the quarterback, and there was somebody else that signed. It was a defensive lineman, I was believe. It? Yeah, I haven't or seen the quarterback at all today. He's an offensive player. I can't remember. There was two guys from Last Chance U yeah. that, that signed with, with Kiffin at FAU. Uh, I just, I'm seeing the gif of the guy ducking and the birds fly. <laughs> Isn't it funny? That's great? hilarious. <laughs> That is uh, awesome. Maybe that's what happened in this game. What if this game gets canceled because of the weather? Because of birds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there. All right. So we we have college football. It technically started last week, but it was fucking BYU. Nobody really gives a shit about yeah. the games that went on last. But week. games are officially underway. Last night, Ohio State played Indiana. Uh, did you watch any of that game? Uh, I did not, but I followed along with it, and I know that Ohio State fans were shitting their pants going into halftime. Yeah, <laughs> first half was brutal for the Buckeyes, but I think Ohio State fans really overreacted to that game. I did too, because I, I never thought that they were going to lose. And maybe that's maybe when you're not a fan, you can kind of pull yourself out of it. Right. And you don't have when you don't have a dog in the fight. But. I understand being pissed at what I was seeing because Indiana, first of all, their quarterback and their that wide receiver just dink and dunked Ohio State to death. Like the, it was nothing but three step drops and quick passes. Like that dude was getting the ball out fast mm-hmm. so there was nothing no matter what pressure you brought it didn't matter because he got rid of the ball so quickly mm-hmm. so they they indiana definitely had things scouted well but the whole time i'm like all right eventually ohio state's gonna start clicking it's the first game of the year it's the first half like they're gonna and on top of that indiana always plays ohio state tough i didn't know this uh, my neighbor told me prior to the game he asked me you know who i think was gonna win or that's an easy one, Ohio State. You know, he's, you know, Ohio State was losing to Indiana last year, like late to late in the game. Blah blah blah. I thought, oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Still, so then, when, still think they win, right? And I, I was just like, huh, that's weird. But he's a Michigan fan, and so I think he, he little tinted there when mm. it comes to he was a little bit more. Hopeful he was wearing the maize colored glasses. Yeah, he was a little bit more hopeful that the upset was coming than <laughs> actually believing in that it would. But either way. When, even at halftime, when I saw what the score was and was following along on Twitter with what the frustrations were, I still sat there and thought, yeah, they'll be fine. They'll win this game. And exactly what I thought, they came out in the second half and blew the doors off. So yeah. there was. It wasn't really that, at the end of the day, there wasn't really that much intrigue. It just, right. for half, it was kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, it was, and it wasn't even interesting. It was just, oh, Ohio State's flat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's the, and I still imagine that they'll fix that and be perfectly fine. 
moving forward. I think what what they have to worry about though is if there is a quarterback that can release the ball that quick with a and they they're combined with a good defense or any type of running game because that's the other thing. Indiana never ran the ball. Like their whole offense was these quick passes. They couldn't even fucking run the ball. Hmm. So it's like anybody who can get an established run game and couple that with a, a quick passing option, they might have a shot at giving Ohio State some fits. Maybe. I don't know. I I mean, it's one of those things where I probably put Ohio State in my final four. I don't really see much getting in their way. <laughs> Jim said dink and dunk was a phrase used in the Zeke Elliott case. Zing. <laughs> uh, all right, so you said you got Ohio State in your final four. Do you have a final four yet? Uh, n- I don't. Uh, this is, again, something that I really didn't think about, but I can give you – I could probably give you a final four easier than think about it. But before we get to our final four, should we introduce our new – our new segment? I think we should introduce the okay. new segment. Uh, uh, we, we've got a new segment here for the upcoming football season. Um, uh, a friend of ours, a former uh, Xavier Musketeer as well, uh, Michael Rate, uh, reached out to us and wanted to be part of the show and is really excited about what we're doing. And he had this segment prior to being on the show, and things kind of fell apart with his outlet for doing it, but was really excited, and we were really excited to have him. So... Michael Rate comes at us with uh, Lose Losers, and this will be a <laughs> weekly segment throughout football. And, well, we'll let you hear the uh, first edition of Lose Losers, and I think that you'll agree with us that it fits right in here on Crapper's <laughs> Listen up. It's a loser dog here to tell you about some pigskin picks, so have no fear. You see, I'm a dog, a street-tough mutt. Listen to me more than your gut. I'll be here each week to help you get rich, so follow along close and don't be a bitch. (laughs) Game number one, Florida State versus Alabama. The annual chicken kickoff is a doozy for the ages. Number one and number three face off on the biggest of stages. Jimbo's Knowles hope for a championship season, but start the year a touchdown dog, and for very good reason. Saban's top-ranked Tide return to the ATL off an upset loss and mad as hell. It's been a recent Bama tradition to run away with these games, though losing here would be no shame. The face painting Florida natives boast a defense second to none. Led by Derwin James, they'll make it tough for Saban's boys to play run and gun. This one stays close and low scoring for quite a while. In the end, it's a Jalen Hurts donut that wipes away Jimbo's smile. Lose, loser. (laughs) Florida State. 24 to 17. <laughs> Game number two, Louisville versus Purdue. Lamarvelous is back, Heisman Trophy in hand, and a lack of big hype that the Redbird fans can't stand. A former Cards great is conducting Pete's train and looks to pull an upset that would be absolutely insane. The teams meet in Indy in the house that Manning built. No home, home crowd to factor for this neutral site tilt. Perhaps later this year, Brahms bombs will fly, but all he'll see this game is Purdue Pete cry. Petrino comes to town with something to prove. Look for the cards to be back in that early season groove. Jackson will pass more than he'll run. It all leads to a score difference that will be an absolute ton. Lose, loser. Purdue, 53-17. to 17. <laughs> 
And that has been Lose Losers for this week. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. I'm going to enjoy the hell I'm out a, of I this I can't segment. wait to see how he continues that throughout. We'll see how he holds up. Yes. The year. He set the bar pretty high right yeah. out of the gate. So. <laughs> All right, so if you, if you missed it, he picked Bam over Florida State 24-17, and then he picked Louisville over Purdue 53-17. to Um what do you think about those picks? Do you think Bama beats Florida State this week? Because uh, this yeah. is let's let's preface this by saying too, we've got our pick'em pool and Lou the dog is in the pick'em pool. Yes. so you can you can you battle can pick against against Lou, Lou the dog <laughs> and against the host. If you haven't signed up yet, go to our Facebook page, find the link. Uh, it's in one of the top posts. Click on that link, sign up for a CBS account, and you're in. Uh, we want as many people in this as possible, so please go sign up. We've got like 25 people in there right now. It's outside pretty of you good and I. Si- yeah, no, pretty good size pool. I want like 50. I would love to see a shitload of people. I was just gonna say 50 might be pushing it. I would love to get to 50, but if we can, <laughs> seriously, if we could get to 40 from being where we are at right now, which is just, and we have like a week. I was we gonna say we're slightly less than 30. I would say. Between forty and fifty, I'd be very happy with. Yeah, so it'd be awesome. And get anybody that you know, you, your friends, anybody like, with this pool is completely. Yeah. Tell open. anybody it's totally fine, uh, and we're gonna do updates throughout the week. So you're gonna see uh, lose losers on the show. Uh, we'll do that segment, and then we'll also talk about the standings, so you can get shout outs for making right picks. We're also gonna make fun of you for picking incorrectly. I'll probably get made fun of a lot throughout the year. Whatever. That's fine. No I'm totally. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Uh, so join that pick uh, and, and pick against us and Lou the dog. All right. So you're saying Bama over Florida State in that game. Yeah, I got Bama over Florida State. Um, I actually think it might get ugly towards the end. I think this will be one of those games that will be close early. And then things will just kind of fall apart for Florida State because they've lost a lot more. And, yeah. And – they're coming off of a uh, a year in which they were expected to do a lot more, and it just it just feels like one of those things where on paper everybody thinks, oh, this will come right down to the wire. But Bama doesn't really play those paper games. They right, you know, uh, unless it's the national championship, they pretty much wipe the floor with whoever's in front of them. And you know, Florida State doesn't have you know the Jameis Winston to kind of bail them out. They don't have that guy. You know, they lost Dalvin Cook. They've lost right. a lot over the last couple of years. And while their team's still strong overall, they just don't have those household names that I would think you would need to get, like, stay in competition. When you're a Clemson, you need a Deshaun Watson to right. even the playing field against Alabama. Florida State doesn't have that. So I, I actually think that Alabama ends up running away in this one. I'm surprised Florida State is ranked three. Like, I don't know exactly I am how too. that ranking came about for them to, to be – I get that they're going to be good this year. Yeah. I think they'll be a good team. I don't think they're top three in the country. I actually think they end up missing the playoff because they lose this game, and I feel like they're going to drop one in the ACC, and then it, you think that means Clemson? they're not going to make the, the Final Four. Yeah, well, no, I don't know awesome. that it'll be Clemson, but I just feel like the ACC is good enough that wo- that somebody will knock them off. Yeah. And so two losses means you're on the outside looking in. So you're, you're not getting it, you're not getting into the playoffs with two losses. Exactly. Period. And so like there's no way. Ranking them 3 seems kind of short-sighted, you know, cuz if it's a combination of where they're starting where they finish, right? And yeah. I don't think that they're yeah. going to finish at 3. I I think you're they'll they'll finish top 10 for sure, but right. I, I don't think they'll make the playoffs, so that means they couldn't be 3. 
Yeah, I think it's kind of strange that they're that they're up that high. I think that means that everybody thinks they're going to win the ACC because if you really if you really sure look at that. Because everybody has, what, Ohio State at two, right? Ohio State's at two. Right. So it's like, oh, they're going to win the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. You got Bama at one. So, okay, there's your SEC, SEC champion. Yeah. Uh, who is four and five? I didn't even – I haven't even checked. It's a good question because off the top of my head, the only ones that I've known is one, two, and three. Well, and that's also all that's been hyped up right. leading up to this week. And it, I will Where's say – Where's USC in that? They've got to be top f- five or six, right? They've got to be up there, don't they? Uh, I don't think I've heard a lot high. about this – team <laughs> usc yeah fuck them well it's all the <laughs> sam darnold hype i know you're all anti them but i feel like i've heard all off season it feels like because they had that usc is four <laughs> there you go that's what I'm saying. The, the, the second half of last year they they turned everything around and they were running through teams and then they had a really good bull showing it's been all sam darnold sam darnold sam darnold yeah. as far as I you just wait until so, they come into south bend in october and bush pushed their way to another victory fuck sure you. fuck you oh, too oh soon? my god too soon you're about to get sorry. the dana white treatment you <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> oh damn i'm sorry maybe i went too far this time I saw a blog this week uh, on Barstool Sports where some dude was like, it's time for my annual Notre Dame is going undefeated blog. And the guy broke down why Notre Dame is going to go undefeated. (laughs) I was like, that's fucking bad. My favorite type of blog. No perspective. Well, apparently it it all started because in 2012 he wrote a blog that Notre Dame was going to go undefeated and play for the national championship. And it got him fired because they called it the worst blog in history. And that was the year that Notre Dame went undefeated and played for the national really, championship. Worst blog in history. That's that's pretty relative. That's, <laughs> and there's a lot of a shitty blogs claim. out there too. <laughs> uh, all right, here's your here's your top ten in uh, the NCAA preseason. You got Bama at one, Ohio State two, Florida State three, USC four, Clemson's at five. So they're still picked to be up there. So it's basically the ACC is going to come down to Florida State and Clemson. It seems like by. I mean, default. Yeah, by what they're looking at here. Penn State at six, Oklahoma at seven, Washington at eight, Wisconsin at nine, and Oklahoma State at ten. Washington, if I remember correctly, was struggling earlier with Rutgers. So did they see I mean to be it's all kind of whatever. First of all, preseason, preseason rankings are yeah. fucking bullshit. Well, because remember, at the end of the season last year, we were debating on whether or not and it, of course it was mathematically almost impossible, but we had the whole Wisconsin-Penn State who started the season as complete and utter afterthoughts. And there they were, hey, are they both going to make it or is one going to make it? You know, right. how is that going to shake out? We're not talking about a team like that now, but, you know, it's the this top 10 as it's constructed, you know, you assume that four of those teams will end up in the top four. Yeah. But there's always that chance that one of those top ten or somebody who's outside of that top ten could sneak their way up there just based on how the season yeah, plays out. I think it's really short-sighted to look at the top ten and be like, all right, it's going to be one of those teams, one of these teams that, that wins it. Here's one. Michigan's- I don't think it's short-sighted because at the end of the day, Alabama's probably going. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's you a know. fair point. You know, Michigan is one of those teams that could Michigan's sneak at eleven. The they can, they could get in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it would. I wouldn't be utterly shocked to see them be a team that ended up in the final four. But I mean, after that, I guess, and probably the cutoff is probably fifteen to where you see anybody from outside jumping all. I don't the way know, up man. I don't and know. Actually being in, actually being in the playoffs. I'm not saying not making noise. But actually ending up in the That's playoffs? what I'm saying. I don't know if that's necessarily hmm. that far fetched to 
although looking at the the teams outside. All right, so here's <laughs> hold here's, on a second, real quick. Jim said that this white motherfucker referring to you makes yeah. me look like Little John. Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty white. <laughs> that's that's super white. Anyway. All right, so here's some teams outside of the the top fifteen. So you got Georgia at fifteen. But they they would have to beat Alabama, to which get they're in. not going so they're, to. So let's let's eliminate SEC schools outside of the top fifteen because we are both assuming that Alabama is going to win the SEC and by default get into the playoffs. Right, and most likely you're not going to see. Although I guess Ohio State proved last year you don't have to be a conference well, champion to, all, to get Auburn in. Would, Auburn would probably be the only one that I would see challenging Alabama at all. Auburn ranked twelve. Yeah, so there's there's your one outside of the top ten that could potentially they're the only threat to Alabama finishing in the top four. So here's some here's some other teams outside of the top ten basically that that could make some noise. LSU's at thirteen, so you could see them maybe. I don't know what to think of them with Ogeron getting a full season. I have zero yeah. clue on what to think. Yeah, it's, and they lost for net. Like I, I honestly, I'm, right. I don't know they what are, LSU is. Which right is now. that's kind of a wild card. Like, what do you, you what do you expect from that team? Kind of makes me wonder why they're where they are. Though I would actually think maybe because, a little bit lower <laughs> because SEC. That's yeah, why, that's why they are where they are. Because I mean, in the and SEC. I assume that they've, you know, they were still they. It would never seem like it was a problem with recruiting. It just seemed like a problem with them producing. Yeah. Uh oh. Did I finally fire up, Jim? Craft <laughs> Sports. Who's this? Man, y'all know who this is, man. No, buddy, no, always this? ask. Why y'all always ask to be? I got caller ID over there yet. What are y'all no. getting money for? No, What's man, we don't. On? We don't have caller ID, <laughs> dude. You've been killing me with these gas comments, <laughs> killing me, <laughs> bro. Let me tell you like this, man. All these people freaking out here in Austin. Like, oh, I, I think this is what happened. This is this is, this is totally off subject. Nothing to do with sports. That's fine. Somebody went to a gas station. All of a sudden, they're out. Then they freak out and they're like. Gas station just run out of gas. You know, we got to fucking get to it. <laughs> and all these people rolling up with their, you know, five, ten, ten, you know, gallon fucking buckets. Don't let the cars fill up the fucking buckets. Guess what? On my way to, on my way home, I mean, luckily I've got my, my last quarter tank, but like, all my gas stations are out of gas. <laughs> Ain't that about a bitch? I, I got to go, I got to go use an abs and shit trying to find the nearest gas station in my neighborhood. I've been here all my life. Oh, hell no. These motherfuckers over here, dude, they on some <laughs> shit. Like, they're freaking out for no reason. Like I put, you know, it'd be a beer shortage. Everybody went to go stock up on beer, fill up their car with beer. Of course, they're going to be in a fucking beer shortage. It's not no <laughs> beer shortage, really, but, like, <laughs> come on, people. Uh, yes, you're, you're, the way you broke it down of how there will be shortages on anything, <laughs> it, it, it really hammered home how there's never actually shortages. It just run out in the short term, and then it comes right back. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh shit, man! But it's not—it's not a real one, though. Like, it's not like the nation shortening out. It's just yeah. There's not a crisis. It's just panicking. all right. It's a—it's more of an no, inconvenience God, for a couple no. of days. I just know up here it's they're called, they're charging two fifty five a gallon. Panic time. They flipped. They flipped it up to two fifty five a gallon here. So to, they're just to parlay the panic. Yeah, they were like, "Hey, by the way, Texas had some <laughs> shit, so fuck you, Ohio. You got to pay for it." Right. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, I guess you're welcome. I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> Thanks. But, yeah, man. <laughs> so, Blake, Move are you, Texas are you glad the fight's state. over, man? Um, are you glad this fight's done? In a way, yes. <laughs> like, in a way, so I, I could finally show, like, tell everybody, like, you silly bastards, why did you choose Conor McGregor? Like, for, like, a lot of silly people out there. Like, why would you ever give him a chance? Like, I've been telling you, he's going to lose. Like, I know more than you. Um, so that, that's kind of, like, on one side, but on the other side, you know, that, so that's kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad that y'all finally see what I've been seeing because I'm smarter than you. But on the other side, like, it's, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little sad. I like talking about Floyd Mayweather. Like, I'm a huge Floyd Mayweather fan, but... It's, it's it's probably best. I've been t- I took the whole week off. This is actually the first interview I've done all week. Um, since I should say since Sunday, I don't really count that. Uh, but like I I took a week off from my show from all my shows and just kind of kind of relaxed, man. So, Dude, you needed well, you it. Were busier that, than side, fucking Santa nice. Claus the last like three weeks. <laughs> Who's that? You, it was nonstop. I mean, you you were everywhere giving analysis, being on your show, on other people's shows, I writing mean, articles. Yeah, like, I mean, everything, like, dude. You deserved the week off. I mean, it really was. It's it's like Santa Claus the day after Christmas, where it's like, all right, well, everybody shut the fuck oh, up. Yeah. I've done my job. I ain't checking this motherfucking list until September. Get the fuck away from me. Then I'm like Santa Claus in this case. You know what I'm saying? I came to town, I dropped my load, and then I'm done for a little bit. <laughs> You know, God damn it! <laughs> well, we're we're gonna miss the the colorful analysis. I mean, there's, there's nothing to to break down anymore now. Well, Blake can still talk. I, I about mean, the... there's gonna be other fights. It's just not gonna be one like that. I'll be I'll be by. I'll be dipping my toes in the in the, the cesspool that is uh, crap root sports. <laughs> uh, I'll be you know coming back and forth. You know, <laughs> I think I think you would do well to uh, to kind of educate our viewers or our listeners, I guess viewers too, now that we do Facebook on uh, on the Canelo fight coming up, man, because that one from uh, from the boxing side, that's the boxing match. Like this one was the circus freak show, and and the Canelo mm-hmm. fight is like the fight that people should actually be excited about. Right, that's going to be a hell of a fight right there. And I'm, again, it, kind of good pros and cons of everything. Like, I like this fight, and I like De La Hoya. Like, he's a good guy when he's not dressed up with a wig and fishnets. You know, he's a good guy. <laughs> um, and, and he, he just, no, he's a real good, like, don't make fun of the guy. He's a good guy, probably, when he's not doing cocaine. <laughs> He's probably a really nice guy when, when he's not losing to Floyd Mayweather. You know, he's probably a really good guy. But here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say about before, before we go off subject. I heard what I want to say about the guy. He's made himself look bad over these last few. He's made himself look bad. You know what I'm saying? Right, fuck you. Like, he made himself look bad. That's not right. You don't yeah. do that, Oscar. So yeah. now I'm glad he can be in a good light, a semi-good light, if he's not out living the nightlife. Like, he can be in a good light now. So, again, pros and cons for everybody in this game. So, um, you know, shout out to, uh, you know, Oscar. You know, I hope he's doing well. Um, but <laughs> He's a know, big listener again, on the con- show, man. I'm, a good glad fight. You, <laughs> I'm glad you shouted out Oscar. He he tunes in each week. To- <laughs> <laughs> he, hey, <laughs> he's gonna you know, he needs the love right now. He probably needs the love in, the, in these, you know, last few days. He's been going through some shit, you know. 
He's gonna. Mayweather. He's, this... he's been out of the. He's been out of the ring 11 years, and Mayweather's still wrecking his life. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> right, just give the man a break. He's got those Google alerts. He's got the Google alerts. He's like, somebody's talking about me. I'm, I'm going to tune in. <laughs> Blake, Dude, what the fuck is happening there, man? <laughs> Who are you robbing? Um, you know. <laughs> you I'm know. not. There's always – I live by a, by a fire station. Oh, and okay. um, there's always – they trying to go save somebody. They probably Oscar – He's flipping his shit right now, old Oscar. <laughs> you know, uh... Blake. I got a. I got one question well, for you, man. Up his tricks. <laughs> I got Was one that? question. I got one question for you. So I know you're definitely the MMA and the boxing expert here, but I'm looking at our uh, pick'em pool, and I don't see your name in here, man. So he how come, has said that he's not come, a football guy. How come you haven't joined I, in? I, I, I don't know. I saw it. And I just shared it, but I don't know what the hell it is. What is this pickup pool? <laughs> All right, here's the deal. Each week, it, lo- it looked too complicated. It said no. CBS Sports, and I'm like, nah, they're not into MMA. I can't <laughs> click on that. I'll share it though. Dude, this is super easy. Here's here's what it is. Each week, we're gonna have like maybe five pro games, five college games. You pick the winner. <laughs> if you finish ahead of me, sirens with the IRS <laughs> coming for Florida. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. I don't know if you heard that one, man. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's all accusations. That's fake news. Let's, let's get to the <laughs> fake back, news. <laughs> anyway, so you pick, we're going to have like five NFL games, five college games. You just pick the winner. That's all you got to do is just guess who's going to win. If you beat me or if you beat Scott, you get to name a punishment that we got to do on the show. That's silly because I don't even watch football. I, That's I don't, fine. I don't wouldn't know. I watch football all the time and I can't pick for shit. This is a fact. Like you could you could beat me just by rolling out of like, bed, fucking pull names out of a hat. I don't give a shit. You're probably gonna beat me. I mean, I, I guess I can do this. I don't know, man. This seems too complicated. I'll think. Of, I'll sleep on it. This sounds like too much of a commitment in my. <laughs> In my relaxation days, right, man, no, you're getting me. If you got me next week, I might be more invested. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, it starts next week. You know. so good. That's <laughs> oh, okay. It starts next week. Yeah, right. it starts next week. I'm glad you brought that up, though, because the commitment. There's a lot of people that are worried about that. I have this set where if you skip a week, you just get one less point than the lowest total that week. So it's not even like, oh, if I miss a week, I'm out for good. No, you can still make up ground. All you need is one good week, and you can beat me. I mean, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess not any, on board. like we gave, Con- wait, 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 we gave Conor McGregor a chance. I guess anything is possible, but, um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm a little speechless, you know, uh, I'm very, you're very competitive, but I'm not going to get into football. I mean, I guess I'll just click some buttons. That's fine. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do is click some buttons and, click uh, some buttons. click some buttons and make me look like a douchebag. That's it. You can do that without clicking button. Fuck All you, right, Scott. man, we'll figure it out. Did y'all have any? I know I wanted to call in to see if y'all had any questions for me. Y'all just wanted me to. All right, so since I shit. since we missed the fight because UFC TV is a fucking piece of shit and Dana White can suck my balls. Oh, y'all did that way. Yeah, yeah, he can. <laughs> uh, do you think it was a good stoppage? That because that's the question that was like floated around. I saw a lot of people who were like, "No, nah, they shouldn't have stopped that fight." Other people were like, "Yeah, that was that was the right call." Where where do you land on that? And don't don't do a step back. That if people don't watch boxing. Okay, all right. I was gonna say, take a step back from the Mayweather fandom like for a second. <laughs> no, the only people that say that are people that don't watch boxing. Like that, like watch the last 
30 seconds in that fight, dude, like McGregor's, he, like, he gets hit and he's like, his whole body, him, his whole body hemisphere is like leaning, like he's doing that. Remember that dance with the fat Joe, the lean back? He's doing the lean back every time he gets hit. You can't be doing that, man. The music playing in his head. The lean back, lean back. Like, that's not what this is. There's no, there's no music playing. Connor, what's going on with your life? Um, so, so, you know, I, they, I think it was a legit, legitimate stoppage. Um, it was good. They're giving him an eight, but, like, it wouldn't get any better for the man either at that point. Like, just, just leave him be right there. Don't let him get no more. No more brain trauma or nothing like that. So I, I think it was a good, it was a good stoppage. I saw it and I'm like, yeah, they're gonna stop this any minute. I thought they they could have stopped it. Yeah, I was getting close to getting stopped in the ninth. Like that ref was all over him, just like, oh shit, he's doing the lean back in the ninth round. Come back for the same dance move again, you know. So I, where uh, where did you have the fight scored when it was stopped? Um, six three. Six three Mayweather. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I give them like you could argue, uh, four. Blake, you're breaking up, dude. Can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I was telling somebody next to me, I'm like, I guess <laughs> you could have Harvey. it five, five, four if you want to, you know, be nice. Um, but you know, I, I would say six, three is probably the best in the. In the middle, like McGregor won way, in my book anyway. He won way more than one round, but he, I don't know if he won four rounds. But for sure, three I think is probably the best average that we can give. Like the best in all fairness, let's Conor McGregor. He could, I could say three rounds, and I won the judges' scorecard. I think he did win three rounds, so good for him. Like very good for him. <laughs> you gave him an attaboy. You <laughs> won three rounds. Well, and then hey, that's, my other thing. that's my other thing. Like, we don't. I, I thought everybody was sick of all the, the Pee Wee League giving out participation trophies. So, why are we giving this man one? Like, if we're sick of this, why can't we be sick of this? Like, I, there's no Why we have. Where's the, that's a double standard right there. Like, <laughs> if we're living in a nation where we're like, why do we hate the mercy rule? Like, in, back in my day, was no mercy rule. You got the shit beat out of you on the football field or baseball field and the game just kept going and so your ass kept losing. Like if you, if it make you look bad, train harder next time. <laughs> like, so there's no, there's no participation trophies in, in combat sports. I'm sorry. They don't send you home with a little blue ribbon. It's you got your ass whooped or you won. And, and one guy got his ass whooped and the other guy won. That's, that's the way America works. I'm sorry. It's capitalism. Well, there, uh, <laughs> There you have it. I mean, that's pretty much the bow <laughs> right there on this whole fight. So, <laughs> oh man, but you know, Con- I'm not gonna take away anything from. I'm back to being a Connor fan this week. I had to take some time away from social media to do so, but uh, <laughs> Connor did very, very Connor did very well. Connor did very well. Uh, granted, he has no power in boxing. It's like. You know, that meme of the Lord of the Rings, you have no power here. Like, yeah, he has no power there. Um, he'll, he'll, have, he'll have that touch of death, though, going into MMA. So I really want to see him back in there. That's what I can, I can say about that. So uh, shout-outs to, to him making money. Shout-outs to all the positive things in his life. And uh, I just look forward to seeing him back in UFC, to be quite honest, man. I hope he does go back. I hope he doesn't try to become a boxer. 
I hope he goes back to UFC. Cause he... I, mean, I mean, the next two fights I could see is Nate Diaz 3 and Pauly Malignaggi, and he can end his career just regardless of how either one of those ends. He can just, fuck you, bitches, I'm out. You know, I'm going back <laughs> to, you know, go find my, my pot. I've got my pot of gold. That's what the whole name of the game is, right, if you're a leprechaun. So uh, kudos, to, shout outs to him, man. Shout outs to him. Shout out to leprechauns. <laughs> like it was good talking to you, man. I'm uh, glad to hear from you, dude. Brother. We missed right, you. Yeah. Did we lose you, man? All right, that was a weird way to end that call. <laughs> oh, it just cut out. Blake was like, "All right, yep." But <laughs> Harvey got him. We'll check in with Blake hopefully next week. All them sirens. He's just like, "Yeah, I'm fucking out." <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah, that's Blake put a good uh, a good bow on the the McGregor Mayweather fight. There, there's no participation trophies. Absolutely. Like so, do we want to do we want to get into you being a white motherfucker, or yeah. do we want to wrap up uh, white motherfucker? Okay, let's do that. So, and this this one's a a fucking softball if there ever was one. I mean, if you don't get this one, that means I'm gonna miss. You're an extra white motherfucker. That means I'm gonna swing and miss at this bad boy. <clears throat> the group. Oh wait. During the '90s. Yeah. Bell Biv DeVoe. Yeah. 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 Their most popular hit song was Poison. Okay, like I said, it was a softball. <laughs> I thought I got him. I got him on the Casey and JoJo Jodeci thing. God, let me see damn. if I can. Like, let me see if I can hit him with this one and sneak by. I just wanted to make that sure. So, oh yeah, right. No, no, no. Like I said, and it was something that I thought about before because, well, the, I didn't want to get too far into it because I mean, unless you're really a Bell Biv DeVoe fan. <laughs> I mean, how many songs past Poison could you really That's all I really know is I, Poison. I was going to say, I should have I been like, they had a hit song. It was called Poison. Name, Name one of their other hit songs. I would have been like, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. a white motherfucker. <laughs> and so I didn't want it to be that. I would want these white motherfucker questions to be at least attainable and throw you a bone every now and then. So for at least one week, you're not as white of a motherfucker. Although your comment leading up to it about it was a fucking joke about Macklemore, man. Know if it Come was a on, joke. I don't listen to Macklemore. Sure you don't. I did listen to Macklemore today, and it's Drew's fault because he <laughs> he sent me a link Always to always blaming it on somebody. Drew sent me a link to all right. So you've obviously never seen it because it's Macklemore, but Macklemore's song Marmala- "Marmalade." He uh, there's a cameo in the video by Marshawn Lynch, and that's what Drew was Is it like. Recent? I I don't know. Oh. I don't. I don't really know Macklemore's music, oh. but it was, uh. I, w- I listened, it was four minutes into the video and I was like, this is a long fucking way to go for <laughs> to a, get to quote, a point. Marshawn Lynch troll job. But it was in the video, it's like Macklemore's kid and uh, he goes in to the Patriots locker room and they see people deflating footballs. And then he steals nice. Tom Brady's jersey, nice. and he takes it to Marshawn Lynch. Excellent. And Marshawn Lynch is like, "Motherfucker's got it." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, that was worth the payoff. Like four minutes of this was totally worth seeing Marshawn Lynch." But other than that, uh, I don't think I've heard Macklemore since. Wayne Simmons, bitch. <laughs> Jim's out here trying to call me out about naming a black hockey player. I can't name them all, but I can name one, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Darnell Nurse, <laughs> <laughs> Jerome McGinley, <laughs> fuck you, Jim, <laughs> you dick. The problem was never naming one; it was naming them all. 
I could get more than one, but uh, it's just, you know, <laughs> collectively uh, things. That's a lot of fucking hockey players. Pierre, Edouard, Bellemare. There you go. All yeah, right. I mean, you know. Now there's no pressure. If you I, named all of them right I, now, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me, right. dude? No, I, I can promise you I still can't name them all, but I, you know, I still remember some of them. All right, so let's let's uh, wrap up college football because we're both running out of beer. Let's give her, uh, dude, I ran out of beer a while ago. All right, so Needless real quick, to say I'm gonna consume the shit out of this. But real, real what's our quick, final four? You real give quick, yours first. Final four. I don't I don't know teams, but I will say SEC champion, Big Ten champion, ACC champion, Pac-12 champion. Which is funny because those would probably all be the final four, assuming that they are not, not Big Twelve. I think the Big Twelve gets left oh, out. Oh, I'm again. sorry, I didn't even hear you say Big Twelve. No, no, no. I, I didn't say part. Big Twelve. I'm saying I'm saying they get left out again. Oh yeah, no, I totally expect that that to happen, but what I'm saying is you named the other four that I would expect all of those champions to end up in the final four. So if you're gonna name them then you're essentially naming your final four is what I'm saying. Right, right. I'm just saying. I don't know. I, at this point in the year, I don't know who wins those championships. All right, I'll try to. I'll Fuck try you. to just give a right, final fine. four. Alabama, it, Ohio so State. I'm gonna say Louisville wins the ACC this year, mm. uh, and then in the Pac-12, uh, I can't pick USC, so I'll go Stanford because fuck USC. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go Alabama, Ohio State, USC. Fuck you. <laughs> it has nothing to do against you. I know. I, just, I, I legitimately think that. Um, and then it's so it's so tough to pick the fourth team because uh, because of the way. Where do you think they're coming from? Do you think they're coming from ACC? Do you think they're coming from the Big 12? That's where I'm actually tripping myself up. I'm, I'm thinking about how last year ended and how we got that whole Washington. We ended up with that fourth team, Washington, when nobody saw that coming to start the year. And I'm sitting there thinking. So I want to think a little bit outside the box, and it won't necessarily be because you, or, or it won't necessarily be from the four that you mentioned before, because, well, maybe maybe there'll be one that doubled up, uh, and so I'm having a tough time. So you up still with think the there's going to be a conference that could get two people into the playoffs? If everything, it was so close on that Penn State Wisconsin thing last year. I mean, absolutely down to it wasn't the wire. that close. Neither one of them made it. No, I know, but I mean, it went from neither wanting them making it to both of them making. It. Like there was a very clear line where, yes, neither of them made it, but very easily had they both won and these other things had happened, we were that close to having both of them in. No, Remember, we, we dissected it a lot. We, we weren't that close to it. Oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> You're going to finish bottom of the pick em, so it's going to be like 30 punishments for you, you asshole. Anyway. <laughs> you realize that, that that's going to – I'm going to have to like double up punishments in weeks because – You really are. I can't – if I lose as bad as I think I'm going to, it's going to take – No, you're going It's going to take like a full year of shows for me to pay off punishments. I'm going to have to double up punishments. Wow. Okay, and all right, fine. Just to pick a fourth, I'll go, I'll go Louisville as well. Like I – because I don't, I don't have any confidence in Florida State. I really think they're going to lose two. Yeah. And then Clemson, after you win it all, there's just no hunger. Then you lost Deshaun Watson, so there's just a lot of hunger back. But Louisville, also, like, because they fell, they stumbled down there at the end, and they do. Man, they are getting, as Rate mentioned during Lose Losers, man, 
I've never seen a Heisman candidate or a Heisman winner come in with Get so no little yeah, fanfare. Nothing. So I feel like that's a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, and there's no reason why they shouldn't especially run through the first part of their, their schedule yeah. perfectly fine. They don't really face a lot of tests Plus, until later in the season. Fuck Dabo Sweeney. Let's get into consumer again. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to bring that up. Also, you referred to him as Dabo. Yeah. I know. I'm disappointed in myself. No, but man. most people wouldn't know Bill Sweeney when I said it. Uh, all right, consumer can it this week? Jim we have... is just sitting here talking mad shit in the, the comment section by himself. Just, just shit post after shit post after shit post. Is there anybody even watching right now? It's just Jim, <laughs> just fucking with us. What an ass! All right, uh, consumer can it this week? We have Mad Trees Dreamsicle canned for the first time. Just came out today. And I am consuming this beer forever. I want to go find another six pack right now. Consume. I was done with a beer for the, I think, the very first time about halfway through the show. If that doesn't scream consume, I don't know what does. This beer is fantastic. It delivers on all levels. And I mean, I know we kind of ished on the uh, ABV, but 4.7 ends up being around what, you know, what, a Budweiser? Just. A plain old bar, yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, so I mean, I guess it's it's not the lowest you could possibly find, so it'll still uh, it'll obviously still do the trick. But I mean, it's well, if that being the, the only nice thing, thing to point at and say, yeah, you wish the, the nice more. thing about it though is you can have more than one. When it's that that right. four point seven level, you can have three of them in a night and not feel like you're gonna die in the morning. Like that's it's a this is a good fucking beer, man. It's, it's a so good, good. Beer. And when I first when I so when I first had this i was like man this would be really good if it was a stout or a porter that's where my head really? went yeah because the vi- the vanilla flavor i was like yeah this I, this would although be- i will say the that's the only thing that i i felt like disappeared for me after the first one I've, yeah i, didn't I felt really the first couple drinks i could really taste the vanilla yeah and then it kind of disappeared and oh, the orange weighed very heavily yeah, yeah, yeah. throughout the rest agree 100 percent. pretty much just tastes like an orange ale from there but that's not a bad thing it was right. still very crisp very clean like there was nothing about it that yeah ever got old no weird after taste no. that sometimes happens when you start adding in these these flavors mm. it's always like oh that no that kind of got strange it was very good super good beer finish. i and and like i said it, i at first i was like this should Ooh, be a stout Joe said nitro that that actually right Ooh. there i can tell you would be fantastic because be really remember good. the uh, the sam adams nitro we had yeah very similar to this if you added orange to that right. that nitro right. it would it would taste yeah like that'd this. be pretty solid but that that go and that i don't know though cuz that goes back to what i was saying like i thought a stouter reporter would be fantastic and then midway through the first beer i was like nope they, this is the right choice no Kolsch, i absolutely think, was the good yeah, choice i absolutely think they went the right direction of this i just think that if anything else was going to fit it would be a nitro like joe's nitro could the, make it nitro could make it a i don't know though cuz sometimes nitro fucks with your flavoring Maybe, like I've had, but not that much. I've, it does though. I've had like uh, Listerman's Nutcase Porter on Nitro, and I'm like, the peanut butter flavor is gone. Mm-hmm. So it it does. I feel like Nitro will fuck with some of these flavors a little. bit. I feel like porters don't carry over to a Nitro that well though. So the, a, the ale, the what? ale going to the Nitro. What? Because uh, the, the remember the, the all the Nitros we had, it, that it was the same argument that the the flavor was sapped Here's away. Here's the thing, though. We yeah, but we had that. 
We had nitros that were bottled. Like, if you have nitro oh. from a tap, All it's right. a totally well, different Well, I'll have experience. to tra- check that out, because, yeah, the only way I've had nitro All is... All right, we're going, to, we're going to a brewery from bottles and fucking Fair checking enough. it out. This has been Consumer Can It. Double consume on Madry Dreamsicle. Speaking of, I would be remiss if I didn't mention this week, and Tyson brought it up in the Facebook uh, posts. Shout out to Scott from Blank Slate. Yes. For landing a gig at 50 West Brewing here Man, in Cincinnati. Man, fell right onto his feet. I am super pumped for him. I'm so glad that he's back in the beer industry. From a beer fan, like, that's great to see. Because it was a, there's a big gap in the market once he was gone. And those, like, his, you guys heard the episode. That dude is so fucking smart and knows what he's doing when it comes to beer. Well, you can't have somebody who's that good at what they do. Stay unemployed. Yeah, the long. dude needed to. Yeah, I mean, to it, get a job somewhere. So okay, the money didn't work out at his own brewery. That's fine, but he had way too much beer knowledge. He had way too much beer passion for it just to be sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, and nobody utilizing that. And Fifty West, kudos to them for acknowledging yeah, for that and recognizing it right out of way. I mean, I, I I can only imagine how many calls he got. Yeah, 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 right away. I'm sure that's a he got huge pickup for anybody in the city. Yeah, I'm sure he got bombarded with with calls. But I'm super excited for the 50 West Bratwurst beer whenever that comes out because mm. you know he's gonna bring that easily. He's, he's got to. There's no doubt that he said that was one of his most popular ones. So. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. Whew. Oh, man. This has been a fun episode, dude. It's a good episode back. It's good to be back. It feels And, and, and really we're good. all the way in on football next week. Everything yeah. is NFL's full go. back. Uh, we didn't even talk about the Thursday night game. Like, nah, we're going to do. It's the Patriots and some other. It's the Patriots and Chiefs. Patriots. I right. got Patriots winning. Uh, Patriots, cool. Okay, all cool. right, good. There we we talked go. about it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> But join the Pick'em Pool, everybody. Yes. Get in on that. Uh, go to our Facebook page and uh, click on the link. That's up. You know what? I'll fucking pin the post to the top so that way people can find it easier. Just click the link, create an account, uh, and you're going to be able to get in there. If you finish higher than me, if you finish higher than Scott, you get the name of punishment for whoever you finish higher than. You can, you can punish both of us if you beat both of us. I don't think people realize that. It's not just one or the other. So get in there. It's going to be so fucking good. be for a long time. It's going to be the best. I I'm so fucking excited for this. So do that. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K. Fine, Dreamsicle. <laughs> Drink Delicious. it. Uh, follow me at Mike Burlon. Hit up the drunk line anytime you want. 440-37-DRUNK. So glad to be back. Thank you guys for listening. Cheers, everybody. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 